My name is Olive O'Reilly. I was born in Atlanta, Georgia. I've lived here my entire life. I'm a community organizer, a proud trans woman. I'm a member of District 5, but I was born in District 8. I care deeply about my community safely, so I work to create safer social spaces for the queer and trans community here in Atlanta. That's why I'm here to call on City Hall to end the use of solitary confinement in Atlanta's jails. Many years ago, long before the talks of Cobb City, I was still a teenager, and I was pulled over for the first time in my entire life. I had a broken headlight, an easy fix. I was on my parents' insurance like many teenagers are when they first start driving. I found out through this traffic stop that my insurance had lapsed without my knowledge and my car was quickly towed. As a result of losing my car, I became dependent on my parents. They told me they had paid off the ticket through the website. I didn't think about it for the longest time. Three years later, I get pulled over for the second time in my life. I had only been driving for a few years when I get pulled over for making a ride on red at 3 a.m. I guess I missed the sign. A simple mistake. Anticipating a simple ticket, I held my girlfriend's hand and waited as the DeKalb County police officer informed me I was under arrest for a bench warrant related to my insurance ticket from years prior. I was confused. I remember my parents pairing it off. I went with the officer. I had no idea what to expect. I had only ever had two interactions with police officers, and the second time I was already in handcuffs. This was my first year into HRT, hormone replacement therapy. I was working at a gay bar discovering who I was here in Atlanta and still had my work uniform on when I was getting pulled over. Booty shorts and a gay bar t-shirt for Joe's on Juniper Street. When I arrived in DeKalb County Jail, I was immediately placed in isolation. I was told that this was my for this was for my protection, and over the next eight hours, I waited while I was handed forms to sign to receive special protections for being a visible member of the LGBTQ community. What I would soon find out is by signing these papers, I would spend the next week of my life in a nightmarish hell I could not imagine. Solitary confinement, deprived of the proper facilities to sleep and use the restroom, dehumanized and degraded. I was left completely alone for days on end using my socks as a pillow as I shivered on the cold metal bench in a cell no, longer than, no larger than a storage closet. I was given no prison jumpsuit, no blanket. I was told that I had to be transferred to Cher Cherokee County Jail because that is where my original insurance ticket was years ago. Because of this, I was afforded no opportunity to post bond during my transfer. I was left to freeze in 30-degree indoor temperatures. I will never forget the depravity of such extreme isolation and the horrors of DeKalb County Jail. I remember the names of other people who came before me carved into the concrete with bloody fingernails with nothing else to do but scream, I was here too, to anyone who could hear it. You sent the Solidarity Fund organizers to the same jail, likely the same cells. I rationed out a carton of milk over nine hours just because the act of tasting it provided my brain the necessary stimulus to stay sane. I was deprived of sleep for three days before eventually realizing a Cherokee County officer was moving my body, connecting chains to my ankles and again to my handcuffs. If I reached forward, I would trip myself. If I ran, my hands would be restrained. I begged the officer for mercy. I couldn't hold back my tears. Searching for any sign of humanity in his eyes, he told me he sees this all the time.
sometimes over much less, and loads me into his patrol vehicle, and he begins to prepare me, telling me verbatim, they're going to humiliate me. It's all just part of the process. I get brought inside Cherokee County Jail, sleepless, wired awake on adrenaline and fear. I'm told I was randomly selected for a drug search. And I think, how? I've been in isolation under surveillance for over three days already when a cop escorts me into a dark room with no cameras. Alone with the officer, he tells me to bend over and proceeds to sexually assault me, still in my booty shorts and work t-shirt. My world shattered in this moment. I've been picking up the pieces ever since. This entire system is sick and cannot be reformed when dehumanizing people is just part of the process. You have fundamentally created an environment where this evil thrives. into actually being processed, I had been bailed out, but it was too late. It was my fourth day surviving the trauma of a hostage from a Law & Order episode. But there was no one to save me from the police. I was told this is just the process. To this day, blue lights still trigger my chronic PTSD. The United Nations has ruled that the use of solitary confinement is considered torture. I am always greeted by new news stories of jail guards, police, and even the Bureau of Prisons facing rapid sexual assault allegations. I want to believe you all are just merely sheltered from the reality of what you put people through. I have survived these experiences to dedicate my life towards fighting fascism, as my grandfather did when he fought in the U.S. Navy and was deployed at D-Day. Back when we put bullets in Nazis' heads, not reward them with pay raises and personal playgrounds.